Welcome to podcast number 17, how to raise your frequency to radically improve your life. In today's podcast, I'm going to share with you a secret that few understand or know how to use when it comes to influencing others and operating in a way to achieve their goals and anything else they desire. Whether it's landing your next job interview, talking to your boss, or positively influencing in a sales process, you must understand the power of your frequency. That might sound strange, but when you get this and learn how to raise yours, you'll take the guesswork out of creating what it is you want. The best part of this is it's not me championing a philosophy. This is physics, and when you get this and you know how to apply it, you'll see the profound effect this has on your results and influence. Let's begin. Hi, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to start transforming your work and life in a way you've never done before when you listen to this podcast. As a recognized expert in transformational coaching and neuroleadership, I've coached high achievers and leaders for over 20 years to access and unleash their dormant reserves of energy, confidence, and power, not by working harder, but by working with their brain's buttons in the way the brain and mind operates and thrives. This podcast brings together the best of brain science, neuroleadership, spirituality, and a little transformational psychology to take your work and life to a place beyond what you previously thought possible. This all leads you to experience the joy, freedom, and fulfillment that comes from doing the work you're called to at the high level of impact and influence you know you're capable of. If you want to learn to master your mind and experience more freedom and abundance than you've ever felt before, then this podcast is for you. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast, How to Raise Your Frequency to Radically Improve Your Work and Life. Before we get into today's discussion, I wanted to say hello and to say welcome back. I have been away for some time. My team and I have been working with our newest and latest playing full out transformational group coaching program, all of the people that have been in that for the last six or so weeks. We're continuing through probably close to the end of the year. And what's been really interesting and fun is that we're in a special place that I thought I'd bring up to you before we get started, which is that we are in the last 60 days of the decade, not just the year, but of the decade. And when you think about the last decades for you and each of the last months of the last years, you can have some fun reflecting on what that decade was about. For me, I did this for myself and I found it very interesting that 89, I was going off to college and I'd finished my childhood and my, with my parents and that being at home. 99, I was, had just met my husband and had, was, had, you know, spent a decade there, I guess, with, my youth and my playful self having fun as a single person in Chicago before I met my husband. And then 2019, or excuse me, I guess if we went to 2009, that is when I had my third kid. So the last, that decade was about bringing in children. And as I close here in 2019, I realized that this last decade has been a lot about raising those children as well as building my business and my mission in the world. And I find it interesting and proper opportunity, time, adventure to look at what I want 2019 to reflect when I look back on this next decade. And I invite you all as we move towards this next 
60 days of the the year and the decade to think about what it is, your vision for yourself. What I will say, because I know the individuals that I meet and who is listening to this podcast, which is you're at a certain point of your life. You're, you've had great experiences and success on the traditional side, and you might have had a relationship. You might still be in one. You might have ended that relationship. There's all different types of things, but here's the deal. At this point, let me assure you that you have all the ability, skills, and experiences in order to do whatever it is you want to do with from a work standpoint or from a fulfillment standpoint or a, and hopefully those two things go together, um, from a family and relationship standpoint, that there is nothing that is not within you that you need, that is outside of you is what I mean, to that you need to create what it is that you desire. What you do need, if it isn't in front of you at this moment, is to make sure that on an internal space, from an internal paradigm, from a mindset, from a being, from the inside out is how you are seeking to transform in this next decade. It's not going to be about changing things from the outside in. This is an inside out transformational process of really creating in the way that is organic easy and what science has told us and proven and demonstrated is true. That's what we're going to get into today and specifically looking at the science-backed and science-based reasoning and research that shows how exactly we are creating results and how you can do it so that you align yourself with your goals and what it is that you want in this next chapter. When I see people, I often see really smart, hardworking individuals who are using strategy and new techniques and putting in long hours and hard work to attempt to make change in their life and to try to hit their goals and their desired outcomes. But they do this again and again, sometimes for really long periods of time on the rinse and repeat cycle, because usually these high performers and high achievers also have a really strong high threshold for pain, and they can endure. It's been part of their success formula to date. But what they're finding is that they're they're beating their head against the wall and they're really confused of, I don't understand why it is I don't do what I say I want to do or why I'm not able to create what I say it is that I desire when I've been so successful at doing it in the past. And they continue to struggle with making change and improving their life. So today, what I want to show you is one of the greatest contributions that's come about in the last generation, in my opinion. And that is that psychology, physics, brain science, spirituality have all come together to prove this one thing. And that is that our thoughts are creating our feelings, they're leading to our feelings. And this is the most important part of what I want you to get shared with today. And that is that our feelings are creating a vibration, which creates a frequency. And that frequency, this is the multi-million dollar secret that will change everything for you. Your frequency is what actually creates. What do I mean by that? Here's something to get. Everything is energy. And as such has a frequency at which it vibrates. So your pen, your chair, your thought, your 
body, your whatever's in front of you. Everything has energy. If we go specifically into your thoughts, they too have energy. They have electromagnetic pulsation and vibration, which produces a frequency. And frequencies go out and connect and match up. That's why, as you've heard me say, if there's two pianos in the room and you hit the note of one piano, the other note, the other pianos, the same note on the other piano is also vibrating and carrying a frequency. It's moved. It's moved through the ethers by a first frequency. One of the most profound experiments that demonstrates this is by Dr. Masurai Emoto. It's his water experiment. It's probably the best visual to fully understand what I'm saying in this power of thought, which is leading to feelings, which creates a vibration which matches up with other similar vibrations and frequencies. So his water experiment demonstrated the power of words and intention on water. So he exposed water to words and to music and thoughts. And some of those things were like love, truth, hate, Hitler, Mother Teresa. I hate my life. I love me. I'm not not enough. Life is awful. Then he froze the water samples. And what he found will really astound you if you see it visually. And you should go to a TED Talk or just type in Emoto, Dr. Emoto, E-M-O-T-O's water experiment. And it's a two or three minute really beautiful visual of seeing what he found, which is that there is a range of frequencies on a continuum and how those those frequencies react with create different things. So for example, there are the lowest of all frequencies. There's a continuum is what he found of frequencies and different frequencies can create different things. So the lowest of all frequencies is shame. And on the scale of 1 to 700 shame falls at about a 20. And there's many, 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 many feelings. But if we go through a couple of them, guilt is 30, grief is 75, fear is in the 200s, love is about 500, joy 540, peace 600. And the highest of all the frequencies is enlightenment, and that's at 700. As I said, there's many more in between. And what he found is that the crystals, these frozen crystals of water, look entirely different. Those that were, that had, when they were Hitler or hate, they were all looked different in their specific samples. But those looked, some of them were muddied, some of them were broken, they weren't in a specific pattern, as opposed to those that had a higher frequency of love and peace or joy or whatever that was. So what what is what's recognized and why this information is so important is that we are always vibrating at a, with our thoughts at a specific frequency and matching up with specific frequencies. What is interesting to me and what I always say is that it doesn't take a spiritual guru to figure out a frequency. You may not even know that you've been been running based upon frequencies, but when I see 
in management and in corporate world or when people are entrepreneurs in their own business, when they are operating with thoughts that are creating a specific feeling that is radiating at a certain, vibrating at a certain frequency, they are getting a reflection of that back into their life. You don't have to change your feelings. You have to change and look at your thoughts because your feelings don't just happen. Sometimes people say, I don't know why I'm feeling this feeling. That is probably coming up from a subconscious thought that you're not even aware that you have, but is unwittingly creating a frequency which is running your life. So let's get specific and I'll go back to some things, but let's apply this to the work world. I had a client and his name was Eric and he came into my office really tired and burned out and borderline bitter. And he'd been let go from a really high paying job and career two years earlier. And he told me that he wanted a job that really warranted his experience and his field, but it wasn't happening because of his age. And he was almost certain of it. And he sought to prove this to me by telling me lots of his stories and reasoning. But he said that his wife had really had it with him and that his relationship with his kids was really being tried and wasn't going well since he had lost his job when his really resentful and bitter mood had taken over. And he listed again all the actions that he'd taken and the networking he'd done and the resumes he'd sent out. But as I listened to him, I heard something else. Eric was really scared. He was scared that he was losing his relevancy, his chance to do the work that he loved, to make an impact. And he was terrified of never getting to use his talents and his gifts and really ever feeling fulfilled or alive again. As I listened to him, I could feel, I could feel the frequency of him based upon his thoughts. He was really not only fearful, but he was also angry, and you could feel it as well. No doubt, potential employers were feeling it too. And the worst part was that Eric was completely unaware of how his thoughts and his stories were causing him the problems. He saw that it was something he had to change in the external or other people needed to change in the external. And his bitterness with his circumstances was, and his thoughts about that and his interpretations about that were creating a frequency in his life which was causing and was the source of why he wasn't getting his what he wanted. He had told me that his wife had forced him to come see me. And I knew for some reason intuitively that he was only going to be with me for one for one time, I was going to have this one time that I was going to help him or not figure out what was holding him back and how to get different results. And so I asked him if he would be willing to consider a different perspective and some different thoughts, and he agreed. So I took a look at and reflected back to him his big story problem, as I would call it, and By the end, Eric saw that the reason that he wasn't being offered a job had nothing to do with his age or his skill set or his ability to network. And it had everything to do with who he was being and the thoughts he was thinking that were, were leading to his feelings of resentment, bitterness, anger, and that that was carrying out a frequency that was palpable to other 
individuals, whether they realized it or not. I often say that we're all like dogs sniffing each other. We, You can walk into a room, and I bet you've done this, and know that you don't want to be in that room, that there's a feeling, there's a frequency is what you're feeling if you haven't identified it before, but you feel something that you know isn't accurate or isn't feeling good. And so if you're not a match to that frequency, you'll want to move away from it. That's why people are ineffective in leadership at times, because they are carrying a fear-based frequency, which is a low-level frequency, a low-level feeling, and that too will turn others away and or put them and others as a leader, put other people that you're leading into a fear-based frequency, which always when we know when we're in fear is going to have us operating at lower levels of productivity, efficiency, intellect, creativity, problem solving. All those things go down when you're operating from these lower level frequencies. So anyways, back to Eric. And my point is that your frequency has far more power than you ever imagined it. Again, your frequency, your feelings are leading to a vibration, which leads to your frequency. So you can sort of say for all practical purposes, if you want to keep this really simple, what you're feeling matters because it's carrying this frequency. So it doesn't, as I said, take a spiritual guru to figure this type of stuff out as we all are doing. We all are aware whether or it's happening that we are having these frequencies. When I reflected back to Eric, what I had seen, I that he was too, his thoughts were, I'm too old and companies would rather pay younger people less money to do this job. Corporations are screwed up. Those were thoughts that were going through his head. I'm never going to be able to earn my salary again. He started to acknowledge that he would never want to hire himself either. His his story or his thoughts were leading to him to a very, very base level frequency, which is producing for him everything he didn't want. And I encouraged him to consider changing his thoughts, choosing his thoughts more deliberately. And he was it was possible for him to find solutions to his challenges and that there are many mid-sized companies that wanted him and that mid-sized company would pay him for what he was going to provide for them. And he said that he would entertain it. And I didn't talk to Eric again, but about three weeks later, he wrote a letter to me, an email to me. And in it, it said, Rita, you won't believe this. I have been working for the last week in my wheelhouse, being paid more than I was paid before for exactly what I wanted, and I can't thank you enough. Nothing had changed from a physical or from him getting more skill or landing anything in particular. That external world changes when we change because life is a reflection of what's going on with us on a frequency level. This has everything to do with physics and hertz and nothing to do with just guessing and and, and nebulous, you know, I would say woo-woo, some people would use. It is very fact-based, it's very research-driven, it's very brain-based, that we, that these things are conspiring to support what it is that shows up in front of you. It is not from the outside in that things change, but from the inside out. What's really more interesting even about about the, these this idea of these frequencies is the effect that one person, and this is what I really value, is the effect of one person in a specific frequency can have on others. So for example, one person 
who is at a 500, which is the vibration of love, can positively change the frequency of those that are at 200 and can do this for 750,000 people at a time. So if you're at 500 and there's other people at 200, you can bring and raise the frequencies of 750,000 people. One person at the frequency of 600, which, which is peace, 600 is a peace, can affect 10 million people. And 700 is really the level or frequency of enlightenment and that, or like an enlightened master, and they can raise the effect and the frequency of 70 million people. What this demonstrates is that you can change your world and the world by raising your frequency. I often, I'm sat with, I'm often called in to sit with in mediations or to help resolve conflicts. One time I had three gentlemen with me and I wasn't, yeah, I was asked to come to the meeting and hadn't confirmed whether I was going to be a part of it or not, but decided to do so and what happened was these men were furious with each other and I was very conscious and deliberate about the frequency that I was bringing in. And I play with it all the time that I'm going to have them raised to my frequency rather than have them stew in a lower frequency. And by the end, it had what could have been mounted and what was you know expected to be absolutely tumultuous held and maintained a more peaceful frequency. And that that's that's big because there was a lot of how this translates is really into dollars because it translates into circumstances at, at work and corporations. And so I know I'm talking about some things that seem somewhat ethereal, but I'm trying to help you do the leap over to understanding that the frequency that you, See you carry, and if it's a fear based or a scared based one, or a lack base or a scarcity one, that you just as well as you being able to raise the frequency of people, you can also bring it down, and you can contribute unwittingly to being a part of low level, you know, creation and results in your workplace as well as in your personal world. So here's the thing: I always tell my clients, it has nothing to do with what you're doing. Because I said at the beginning of this conversation is that you have all the talent, ability, skill, and experience that you need at this point in your life if you're listening to this podcast. It has nothing to do with that, but it does have to do with your ability and to be awake and aware of what thoughts you have going on that are generating your feelings. If I was a betting woman, I'd go to Vegas right now and I bet that you you don't need anything other than a reprogramming of your subconscious mind, which holds within it your thoughts, so that you are in alignment with where it is you desire to head. Science shows us that 95% of your life is made up of what is in your subconscious mind. And what's hanging out there, as I said, are your subconscious thoughts. And they're all generating a frequency that's attracting what you already have in your life. That's how you know what your thoughts are, your subconscious thoughts are right now. Just look around your world, your environment, whether it be your home, be your workplace, be your bank account. You know your happiness level, your anxiety level. All of those things are reflective of what's going on or what's not. You're either bringing it in or you're repelling. So here are just a few thoughts 
that I've heard recently. And you can sit with them and see if any of them relate to you as well as what frequency you think they're bringing in. I have to be in the office to keep the organization moving. My relationship with my spouse is what it is. I have to take care of everybody in the family. I don't have enough time to stay out of overwhelm. If I let go of my anxiety, I'll lose my edge. I'll have to leave the city to make the career move I want. I'm not capable of creating something that great. The economy isn't strong enough for me to make a move. My age is getting in the way of me getting what I want. I don't have enough experience for that. I can't do that. I have to support my family. That's for smarter people with a background in X. I don't have enough time. Nobody else can do it as well as me. I'm not enough. These are all thoughts. Some of them you might be conscious of. Some of them might be buried under there. But they are generating a frequency which is going to match up or not match up with what it is that you desire. So if you have any of these thoughts, be aware that they are at a certain frequency. And you can change your frequency by changing your thoughts. I'll go more into that in a moment. But interesting thing about America, or actually the world at this point, that it is vibrating at a frequency of just over 200 which is really the vibration of fear. So be aware there's a lot. You can understand why in the world there is so much anxiety and and even our children are feeling it. It's not just from their parents, but it's from a world, collective consciousness, collective frequency that is putting out these low base level frequencies and feelings, and they're just feeling them. They're not knowing how to control them. They're not knowing how to raise their frequency. But you're going to know this because I'm going to show you how to do that. Let's go ahead and do it now. How do you raise your frequency to improve your workplace, communities, and life? Let's go. The first is that you have to release judgment. Judgment of people Judgment of situations. Let's take people. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Let no man make you angry. When you do that, they bring your frequency down and they steal your power. You give your power to them. They actually don't steal it. You give permission for them to make you feel a certain way based upon your thoughts. I love the example in the book, Don Miguel Ruiz's book, The Four Agreements, where he says, if You're walking down the street and a stranger says, I smell. I know I don't smell. So I just know that. I don't buy into that. I'm not in that frequency to have, I don't have that thought. But if a person walks down the street and says, you have a problem with relationships, I might say, oh my gosh, how does he know that? But that because that's a thought or an unconscious feeling that I might be having the point is, is that you match up and pay attention to and make based upon your interpretations or thoughts, which emit another vibration or feeling. So let no man make you angry. Lovingly return to sender what people send your way that you do not, that does not bring you up or that wrecks your vibe. Your frequency is your vibe. Teacher long ago told me, have zero tolerance for anything that wrecks your vibe. You understand that when you understand that your vibe is creating. Release judgments of situations and circumstances. This is, this is one of those things, it, it, we've talked about it a little bit in our classes, 
you can't give your power away, meaning you are in charge of you. You are, your external world is not to be dictating how you feel. Your interpretation of your external world is not designed or responsible for making you feel a certain way. You get to decide. Replace your certain thoughts. How do you raise your frequency to change your life? The first, release judgment. Release judgment of people and release judgment of circumstances and situations. So let's start with people. People, let man, no man make you angry. I've said that before. Let no man make you angry. When you do, you allow another person to steal your power for one, but also make you feel a certain feeling and then be based upon your thought of what's being happening. And then you have a certain frequency, which creates your life. So I've heard, heard people say before, I mean, this is even when someone has died and, and I'm talking to a gentleman and I'll ask, well, how long ago did your father die? And he said 10 years ago. And he's not only very distraught and upset and, and, and that he can't run his business the way he wants because of something that was said by his deceased father. And so his interpretation of that thought is causing him to have a certain feeling slash frequency, which is and has been creating and messing up his life for the last 10 years. There's a moment where we the opportunity is to release judgment and change the interpretation of thoughts so that it matches up with whatever frequency you need to achieve what you want. And I'll get more specific with that in a second. When it comes to situations, release judgment of the situation, that the situation has to change in order for you to be at peace. What it is, one of the greatest years of my life was dedicated to having peaceful acceptance with what is. I don't need things on the outside to look a certain way in order for me to be happy. Your external world is not to be dictating what it is that you think and feel, but instead for you to be in charge and to choose. So you don't have to change things on the outside in order to be happy. You can be happy and should be happy just as with things as they are. So replace that I have to make more money with the thought that money is all around me and comes to me easily. You might worry and need to replace the thought that I might not have enough money for my kids or their benefits or whatever else that you need and move that to, I always have more than enough. I always have what I need. Replace, I'm not enough for this next opportunity experience, mission, job, to I am infinite potential and I have the ability to create whatever I need. That's number one. So it's it's moving, it's releasing judgment and being able to be at peace with what is. One of the best questions I heard by, I believe, Michael Beckwith probably 15 years ago was the question, what do I need to be at peace if this was never to change? That whatever I'm upset with or struggling with is never to change. How can I still be at peace? And you understand why he asks that question when you understand that your ability to be in the, the, the highest level frequency of human beings, basically, which is 600 on the continuum, is what is going to produce your next action or your habit. Second, be grateful 
in advance for what you have in your life and what's coming to you. So be in gratitude constantly. Gratitude is a very high level frequency. You can't be grateful and depressed at the same time. I am so grateful I have all my needs met. Even if it's something that's coming to you, I'm so grateful I have all the resources of people and opportunities that I need. I'm so thankful I'm me. Even if you don't feel this way at this moment, that thought is going to lead to your feeling. You don't need to change your feeling. You need to look at the thought that is feeding the feeling and the frequency. So if you are listening to what I'm saying and you understand, you get that in order to get the life that you want, you have to love the life that you have right now. I've told this story before in my Playful Out groups, but this happened about seven years ago when my father's husband passed away and we're probably seven months in and there was a lot of challenge and turmoil and grief within the family. And there was, my husband's really pretty much a rock and Gibraltar. And I recall that he, it was one late, late evening and it really, he just, it had just been too much and a lot had fallen on him. And he looked really, I was just surprised, like really distraught, different frequency completely. And so I, out of nowhere, it was probably midnight, I said to him, I know how you're feeling. I can see how you're feeling, but I want us to go right now to why, five reasons why we are the luckiest people in the world. And we went through them. I had to help him. But we went through the five reasons, though the outside external circumstances did not, from a logical, rational standpoint, show or reflect back that it looked that way maybe in a traditional sense, but that we, that by going into a new thought and you, I could see his physiology change, physiologically shifted. And that's the same thing that happens. And that was all from changing the thought, which changed the frequency. That's how you also heal yourself. This is when people, you know, two people are given the same diagnosis by a doctor to go pack their bags and go home and get prepared and wrap their things up for them to die. And one of them says, has a thought, okay, and takes herself home. And the other one says, hell no, I'm going to go, I'm getting this, this, I'm not buying into that. And I'm going to be living with my grandchildren for a long time. And they both have two very different experiences and two very different outcomes. This is you know, you, this is seen all the time with the placebo effect and, you, you know, that somebody can take, you know, sugar water and someone can take and be told that this is like the magic medicine that they finally found the cure for and that why they, those people cure because they are informing their body and they are holding a frequency, which is a different vibrational match than death, disease and, and pain. So be very deliberate. There's lots and lots, you know, there's causal expectation. What you expect to happen happens. What you, you push forward, what you, that's because what you, what you're looking for, what you expect and give energy to expands. I'm not going to go into all of the research here, but my point for you to understand is that it matters who you're being, what you're thinking and how you're feeling when you're doing what you do. Okay, so 
if I don't just go to gratitude to run that one up, I go into how am I the luckiest person in the world? And I invite you to try that and even stop right now and to give and think about three reasons why you are the luckiest person in the world and then breathe in and feel how that feels differently in your body. From that feeling, we create our actions. So if you are part of or know that my neuro leadership growth method, your identity leads to your thoughts, your thoughts leads to your feelings, your feelings lead to your actions, and then to your results. So we're just dealing with frequency and feelings right now in this conversation for the most part. You never have a feeling without having a thought in front of it. Okay, let's go on. I've got two or three more here. And this is probably the most important one is to make a new choice. If something is not happening in your life, it's because you're not operating at the same frequency and you're unwittingly repelling it, bottom line. You are repelling what it is that you say you want. So you have awareness and choice to clear the thoughts and the stories or the beliefs, all the same thing that aren't working for you. So delete, clear, and change your thought or your story. In other words, be really extraordinary in your thoughts. Ask yourself, what would I need to commit to think and feel in order to achieve what I want? So love things into your life, which means going out and who would I be thinking, feeling, and being if it was already here and have that, I already have it with me. I, I'm not in lack or scarcity because the freak, it's not, I don't have this because that's a lack-based thought and the, and the frequency is lack-based and scarce. Finally, know this, that the highest and best frequency, which I sort of mentioned before, that you can ever come from and from which you should only be making decisions both at work and at home is from the frequency of peace of mind. And that is at 600. It's higher than love. It's higher than joy. But peace of mind, returning yourself in every moment when you Move away from it is to go back to peace of mind. Choose to put yourself in that frequency of peace and you can do it with this one little sentence. Listen carefully, write it down. I am okay. I was okay. I am currently okay. And I will always be okay. One more time. I have always been okay. I am okay. I will always be okay. Repeat it if you must, but then breathe that in and and move and operate from that place. Let's go over those again. Just how to raise your frequency to drastically improve your world is to release judgments, judgments of people and situations. That means taking back your power that you get to feel whatever you want to feel. That always comes from choosing your thoughts. So choice at every moment of what it is interpretation I'm going to make of something. Like I showed or gave the example of my husband, you can feel like in the depths of despair or you can move your attention and move your thoughts so that you feel something different and that is a choice. Be grateful in advance for what you have in your life and what is coming. So be grateful. Gratitude and any of these lower level frequencies can't share the same vibe. They can't share the same frequency. So choose to be which one you're in. And then finally, always choose peace of mind. I am 
and have always been okay. I currently am okay and I always will be okay. In our upcoming podcast, we're going to be talking more about overcoming a very common fear of high performance, which is imposter syndrome. And then I'm going to answer what it's like the most frequently asked question that I get or the request that I have as a coach, which is, please help me get my confidence back. There's something that seems to happen for many after we've had these brazen years out of school and beginning our careers. And many people look back and like, I did amazing things. I was fearless. And I don't know what's happened to me at this point in time. So we're going to go towards that. In the meantime, if you found this information helpful today, please share it with your friends, the world, which includes our corporations, your maybe your entrepreneurial business, your community, and your children need help in raising their frequency. Be the change and the ripple by passing this on. And in the meantime, thank you for being with me to the end. And I look forward to our next time. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. 